Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'khfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasoonu وصلنا في كتاب الفتن للإمام البخاري في كتاب صحيح الجامع إلى الباب الخامس والعشرين باب خروج النار وقرأنا الحديث الأول الذي رواه أبو هريرة أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا تقوم الساعة حتى تخرج نار من أرض الحجاز تضيء أعناق الإبل ببصرة الحديث الآخر هو يعني عن نهر الفرات يقول الإمام البخاري حدثنا عبد الله بن سعيد الكندي قال حدثنا عقبة بن خالد قال حدثنا عبيد الله عن خبيب بن عبد الرحمن عن جده حفص بن عاصم عن أبي هريرة قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يوشي أن يحسر عن كنز من ذهب فمن حضره فلا يأخذ منه شيئا قال عقبة وحدثنا عبيد الله قال حدثنا أبو الزناد عن الأعرج عن أبي هريرة عن النبي, صلى الله عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مثله إلا أنه قال يحسير عن جبل من ذهب هذا الحديث الذي يقول فيه النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يوشك معنى يوشك أي يقرب يقرب الفرات والفرات هو نهر معروف يصب في العراق فقال يحسر الفرات عن كنز من ذهب عن كنز من ذهب فمن حضره فلا يأخذ منه شيئا إنما نهي عن الأخذ منه لما ينشأ عن ذلك من الفتنة والقتال عليه عند الإمام مسلم يحسر الفرات عن جبل من ذهب فيقبل الناس عليه فيقتل من المئة تسعة وتسعون ويقول كل واحد منهم مع رؤية كسرة القتل لعلي أكون أنا الذي أنجو إذا ما هو الباعث على ذلك ما هو الباعث على على حضوره والأخذ منه الباعث عليه هو الطمع وهو سبب كثير من المشاكل والاقتتال حملهم الطمع على أن يقتل بعضهم بعضا وهنا يرى الناس يعني يرى الناس أو يرى الناس يقتلون لا ينجو إلا الواحد لا ينجو إلا الواحد من المئة ومع ذلك يقول لعلي أن أكون الناجي فالناس يقتحمون هذه الغمرات ولو وجدت الدراهم والدنانير في نار لاقتحموها ولو وجدت في بحر لغاصوا فيه والله سبحانه وتعالى 
يأمرهم بالواجبات وينهاهم عن المحرمات من ألفة ولا مشقة مع اليسر والسهولة ومع ذلك يؤثرون هذا العاجل الفاني على الآجن انظروا يا عباد الله إلى شدة الاغترار بالدنيا وأن فتنة المال هي فتنة عظيمة تجعل الإنسان, يخ... تجعل الإنسان يخاطر بحياته من أجل أن يحصلها هذا خطر عظيم عندما يرى الإنسان أن من كل مئة ينجو فقط واحد واحد فقط مع ذلك يعني مع وجود هذه النسبة العالية من الخطر يخاطر الناس بأرواحهم ويقتتلون على الدنيا ويقتتلون على المال فالنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وصان في هذا الحديث فمن حضره فلا يأخذ منه شيئا فلا يأخذ منه شيئا فنبينا صلى الله عليه وسلم نصحنا نصحنا وكان بنا رحيما وبلغنا ماذا سيكون من الاقتتال ونصحنا أن نجتنب هذا الكنز وهذا الجبل لما يحصل فيه من القتل O praise the Jews to Allah, may Allah send his peace and blessings upon his final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I will continue with the book of tribulations by Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah. And we have reached the chapter of the emergence of a fire. And we have mentioned uh, the narrations of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that from the signs of, of the hour is a fire that will gather the people from the east to the west. And the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said the hour will not come. Until a fire will come out of the land of Hijaz that will give light to the necks of the of the camels in, in Busra. Uh, today, inshallah, we'll take the next hadith in this chapter. Uh, as Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah narrates uh, from Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, Soon the Furat will uncover a treasure trove of gold. Whoever is present then should not take anything from it. So here the Messenger وسلم, he said, it will soon be, it will soon be the case that the Euphrates River, which is a river that flows through Iraq uh, and one of the famous rivers of Iraq, uh, that it will uncover, that the water of it will subside and it will uncover uh, yani, uh, uh, a treasure trove of gold Another narration, it says a mountain of gold. And so people will rush and compete with each other to take the gold and will fight each other and kill each other as the others they say that from every 199 will be killed. And people will still go ahead when they see so many people, despite seeing so many people being killed, they say perhaps I'll be the one that will survive. And this shows as well that when people have uh, greediness for the world, uh, then people this will lead to all types of tribulations, that people do anything, even fight and kill other people, even risk their lives out of greed. And, and greed causes so much corruption in the land. Uh, people will see people being killed 
يعني so much killing that from every hundred only one will survive but despite that it, it will not um, hold them back and they will still go ahead hoping this this false hope and being deceived by the hope and this is the deception of the life of this world uh, and it shows how يعني, how human beings can be so misguided uh, by the worldly life that is so limited and and and, and the worldly life is is especially compared to the hereafter is nothing but they're willing that even if wealth was in a fire they would go into a fire or if wealth was in the depth of an ocean then they would risk their life and drowning and death and uh, and uh, they would risk their well-being and everything for uh, uh, for wealth and this shows the the tribulation in wealth that a person would risk his life so that he can achieve it uh, so we see as well that despite the high level of danger that people risk their lives and so many people will be fighting and competing with it the prophet sallallahu alaihi said Whoever is present, then let him not take anything of it. So the Messenger of Allah وسلم, is advising uh, the Ummah not to get involved, not, advising the Muslims not to get involved, not to come close to this, not to compete and fight for the great wealth, no matter how tantalizing and and how tempting it might be. Uh, so the Prophet وسلم, in this hadith shows us what will happen towards the end of time and as well gives us advice of what to do. الباب السادس والعشرون فقد قال الإمام البخاري باب لم يعنون بأي عنوان تحت هذا الباب ولكن أورد فيه حديثين فقال حدثنا مسدد قال حدثنا يحيى عن شعبة قال حدثنا معبد قال سمعت حارثة بن وهب قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول تصدقوا فسيأتي على الناس زمان يمشي بصدقته فلا يجد من يقبلها قال مسدد حارثة أخو عبيد الله بن عمر لأمه أي حارثة الذي معنا في هذا السند هو أخو عبيد الله بن عمر لأمه يعني أن عمر يعني كان متزوجا من امرأة اسمها أم كلثوم الخزاعية فلما أسلم وهي لم تسلم يعني فرق بينهما الإسلام فتزوجها رجل اسمه وهب الخزاعي وهب الخزاعي فأنجبت له حارثة فإذا حارثة وعبيد الله بن عمر هما أخوان من جهة الأم أخوان من جهة الأم فهذا عبيد الله بن عمر وهذا وهب وهذا حارثة ابن وهب حارثة ابن وهب لكن أمهما واحدة فهما أخوان لأم إذا هذا حديث والحديث الآخر قال الإمام البخاري حدثنا أبو اليمن أخبرنا شعيب قال حدثنا أبو الزناد عن عبد الرحمن عن أبي هريرة أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا تقوم الساعة حتى تقتتل فئتان عظيمتان يكون, يكون بينهما مقتلة عظيمة دعوتهما واحدة وحتى يبعث دجالون كذابون قريب من ثلاثين كل يزعم أنه رسول الله وحتى يقبض العلم وتكثر الزلازل ويتقارب الزمان 
وتظهر الفتن ويكسر الهرج وهو القتل وحتى يكسر فيكم المال فيفيض حتى يهم رب المال من يقبل صدقته وحتى يعرضه فيقول الذي يعرضه عليه لا أراب لي به وحتى يتطاول الناس في البنيان وحتى يمر الرجل بقبر الرجل فيقول يا ليتني مكانه وحتى تطلع الشمس من مغربها فإذا طلعت ورآها الناس يعني آمنوا أجمعون فذلك حين لا ينفع نفسا إيمانها لم تكن آمنت من قبل أو كسبت في إيمانها خيرا ولا تقومن الساعة وقد نشر الرجل الرجلان ثوبهما بينهما فلا يتبايعانه ولا يطويانه ولا تقومن الساعة وقد انصرف الرجل بلبن لقحته فلا يطعمه ولا تقومن الساعة وهو يليط حوضه فلا يسقفه ولا تقومن الساعة وقد رفع أكلته إلى فيه فلا يطعمها هذا الحديث حقيقة حديث طويل أخبرنا النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فيه بكثير من الأمور التي تقع بين يدي الساعة لكن الشيء الجامع بين الحديثين أن على الإنسان أن لا يتأخر بالصدقة عليه أن يسارع بالصدقة لأنه سيأتي يوم يخرج الإنسان بصدقته فلا يجد من يقبلها وعليه أن يسارع بالعمل الصالح لأنه أيضا سيأتي زمان لا ينفع نفسا إيمانها ولا عملها يعني إلا ما كانت تعمل من قبل وسنتكلم إن شاء الله يعني عما جاء في هذين الحديثين uh, The next uh, chapter Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentions two hadiths but he, he doesn't mention a title uh, for this chapter The first hadith is narrated by al-Hadith ibn Wahab He said I heard the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa say Give in charity for there will come a time upon people that a man will walk around with his charity and he will not find anyone to accept it from him. Uh, and the Sheikh mentioned about the narrator Harith ibn Wahab that Musaddad said al-Harith is the brother of Ubaidillah ibn Umar. Uh, they are brothers through their mother because their mother was Ummu Kulthum al-Khuzaiyah and she was married to Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu but when Umar radiyallahu anhu became a Muslim she didn't become a Muslim and so Umar radiyallahu anhu the, the marriage was annulled. And then she later, this Umm Kulthum later married uh, Wahab al-Khuzai and she had from him al-Harith. And so the son of uh, um, Umar, Ubaidillah, and al-Harith are brothers because they come from the same mother, Umm Kulthum al-Khuzai'iyah. So al-Harith ibn Wahab narrates this from Rasulullah sallallahu give in charity for there will come a time upon people that a man will walk around with his charity and he will not find anyone who accept it from him. Uh, as well, uh, the second narration narrated from Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said that I will not come until two groups, two great huge groups will fight each other. There will be war with each other. Uh, and, and a great killing will occur between these two sides and their call is one yani they have the same call the same they they stand for the same thing or they're calling for the same thing the next thing the hadith mentions that uh, there there will arise many liars 
many people, many false prophets, close to 30, all of them claiming that he is the messenger of Allah. As well, of the, of the signs of the hour is that knowledge will be lost and there will be a lot of earthquakes and time will come close and a lot of tribulations uh, will occur and there will be a lot of killing and there will be an excess of wealth and so wealth will be so excessive that a man who has wealth he is worried and stresses about how he's going to give charity that no one will accept his charity because everyone uh, has wealth until he offers his charity to someone who assumes maybe be in need and the person who he offers his charity to he says I have no need for it as well the signs of the hour is that people will compete in building tall buildings and a man will pass by the grave of another man and he will say I wish I was in his place and until the sun rises from its setting place and so when the people see the sun rising from its setting place, they will all believe. But that is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that no soul will benefit, no soul will benefit from its faith uh, if it had not believed from before or of doing good deeds based on its faith uh, that he had not done uh, beforehand. So when the sun rises from the west, it will not benefit anyone to believe anyone to do good deeds that he had not done previously. Uh, uh, and, and the hour will come uh, upon a people who two men open their their cloth their cloth yani, to trade with each other yani, uh, in the market, and they will not fold it. Yani, it, will, it will happen to them while they are he, yani, unexpected, and the hour will come. And until a person, a man will come with, uh, يعني, after milking his animal and he won't even have a chance to drink it and the hour will come when a man fills his uh, tank with water and he will not be able to use the water to irrigate or to feed his animal or, or to give drink to his animals. And the hour will come until a man will raise a morsel of food to his mouth but he will not be able to eat it. So this is uh, a long hadith. Uh, and it has many points in it. But what is important from these two hadiths is that it shows that a person should not delay in giving charity because perhaps the hour will come and you, will, and, and you would want to give in charity but you will not find anyone to accept it from you. And as well, it shows that a person to ha should hasten to do good deeds because the hour could come and doing good deeds after the, uh, after the coming of the hour will not benefit a person had he not done it before the signs of the hour come. الحديث الأول الذي يقول فيه النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم تصدقوا فسيأتي على الناس زمان يمشي بصدقاته فلا يجد من يقبلها في بعض يعني جاء في حديث يعني آخر تصدقوا فإنه يأتي عليكم زمان يمشي الرجل بصدقاته فلا يجد من يقبلها يقول الرجل لو جئت بها بالأمس لقبلتها فأما اليوم فلا حاجة لي بها بعضهم قال ربما يكون هذا الزمان عندما يخرج الدجال وعندما يشتغل الناس 
بفتنة الدجال وعندما يعني يشغلهم أمر الدجال يعني فلا يبقى الإنسان يفكر يفكر في يفكر في يعني المال من شدة فتنة المسيح الدجال ومن شدة انشغال الناس بها لا يعود الناس يفكرون بالمال وهذا يدل على شدة على شدة ما يكون في ذلك الزمان على شدة الفتن في عندما يخرج الدجال أو بعضهم قال هذا يكون في زمن المهدي وزمن عيسى وأنه يكسر الخير ويكسر المال في ذلك الزمان فيستغني الناس بعضهم عن بعض وحصل شيء من هذا في زمن عمر بن عبد العزيز رحمة الله عليه بسبب العدل فكان يأتيه المال فيرسله ليفرق بين الناس فلا يجدون من يقبل هذا المال ففي زمنه رحمه الله عم الرخاء بسبب العدل وعم يعني الصلاح والتدين فيعني وجد في زمانه رحمه الله مثل هذه الحوادث أنه يبعث بالمال فيرجع إليه لأن العمال لا يجدون من يقبل هذا المال uh, In these two hadiths we see the importance of giving charity and uh, the first hadith mentioned that I will not come until a man comes out with his uh, charity and he will not find anyone to accept it from him uh, The scholars they said that that could either be during the time of the Dajjal where the people will be preoccupied with dealing with the Dajjal and he doesn't think about money so money doesn't concern him he's too preoccupied with uh, the, the issues of the Dajjal other scholars they said this may happen during the time of Al-Mahdi or the time of Isa ibn Maryam uh, when he will uh, descend to the earth and be on the earth once again and um, goodness will uh, will come on the earth and there will be a lot of prosperity and wealth um, and similar to this happened in the time of Umar ibn Abdul Aziz that because of his justice and his uprightness there was so much goodness and prosperity in the land that uh, the charity would come to Umar ibn Abdul Aziz and he would send his workers to distribute the charity to the needy and they will not they will come back with the wealth not having not finding anyone to accept it not finding any uh, needy people and this is due to the righteousness of the people and and because of their true commitment to the religion it made a prosperity and wealth uh, and that there was no one who was in need or in state of poverty amma al hadith al akhar hadith abi huraira alladhi fihi anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi عظيمتان يعني حتى تقتتل فئتان عظيمتان مقتلة عظيمة دعوتهما واحدة هاتان الفئتان هما فئة علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفئة معاوية رضي الله عن الجميع بلغ قتلاهما سبعون ألفا سبعون ألفا 
وهذه حقيقة مقتلة عظيمة في ذلك الزمان يعني في ذلك الزمان الذي كان فيه كثير من الصحابة رضوان الله عليهم دعواهما واحدة كل منهما يدعي نصر الحق وحتى يبعث دجالون كذابون قريب من ثلاثين كل يزعم أنه رسول الله هناك بعض الناس ادعى النبوة في عهد النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كالأسود العنسي ومسيلمة الكذاب وهناك من ادعى النبوة بعد موت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وقام بقتالهم أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه فخرج إذا تنبأ النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بأنه سيخرج دجالون كثير يعني قريب من الثلاثين قريب من الثلاثين وحتى يقبض العلم ونحن لعلنا تكلمنا عن هذا مرارا وتكرارا أنه لا تقوم الساعة حتى يقبض العلم ويكون ذلك بقبض العلماء بقبض العلماء ويخلفهم على ذلك أناس جهال أناس جهال وسبحان الله نحن نرى هذا في في هذا الزمان نرى أن هذا الأمر واضح جدا وأنه يترأس في الدين أناس لا صلة لهم بالعلم لا صلة لهم بالعلم نسأل الله العافية فهذا من أشراط الساعة فمن ليس له فمن ليس له علم شرعي لا ينبغي له أن يتصدر للناس وأن يفتي الناس في أمور الدين وفي أمور العامة ينبغي ينبغي أن يكون هذا فقط لأناس بلغوا من العلم في العلم درجة عالية إذا حتى يقبض العلم وتكثر الزلازل وما أكثر الزلازل اليوم يعني من أيام كان هناك زلزال في أفغانستان راح ضحيته الآلاف وقبله في المغرب وقبله يعني في بلاد كثيرة في تركيا يعني الزلازل يعني لا تمر سنة إلا ونسمع فيها حدوث الزلازل فينبغي للناس أن يتعظوا من هذه الأحداث وأن يأخذوا العبرة منها وأن, وأن هذه الأمور إن دلت إنما تدل على قرب الساعة فعلى الإنسان العاقل أن يستغل وقته في طاعة الله نسأل الله أن يعيننا وإياكم على ذلك uh, The hadith mentioned that the hour will not come until two large groups of Muslims will fight each other and there will be a huge uh, casualty rate and, and, and a huge number of people that will be killed and the scholars mentioned that this happened uh, in the war between Ali radiallahu anhu and Muawiyah radiallahu anhu in the in the uh, uh, fitna that was uh, between the Muslims and in their subsequent uh, battles uh, where uh, it is approximated about 70,000 Muslims died on both sides. And especially in those times, that was a huge number. Uh, and their call was one. Yani both of them were calling to truth or claiming that they were calling to truth and justice and upholding justice. And both sides had a reasonable uh, uh, yani, uh, argument 
Um, as well, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that I will not come until there will be uh, thirty liars or thirty dajjals. Uh, and the dajjal is someone who mixes truth with falsehood and and gives an impression that he is uh, someone who's uh, truthful, but he's mixing false falsehood. And these people are upon falsehood because, as the Messenger وسلم, said, that they claim to be messengers of Allah. And during the time of the Prophet وسلم, there was Al-Aswad Al-Ansi and Musaylamat Al-Kadhab, who Al-Aswad Al-Ansi uh, died uh, in the time of the, the, the Prophet وسلم, and Musaylamat Al-Kadhab was uh, fought in the time of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq and was killed. The Prophet وسلم, said that the Dijjals will be about 30. As well, the Messenger وسلم, said that uh, knowledge will be taken away. And we have spoken about this a lot. And we said that knowledge will be taken away by the death of the scholars. And how many of our scholars have died, especially in the, the, yani the recent times. And the problem is, is that uh, then will come after them people who are ignorant and not people of well-established knowledge. And especially we see this in our time where there are so many people uh, taking up uh, you know, a publicity and a following among the general masses of the Muslims. And these people are not people of knowledge. They actually have no connection to knowledge whatsoever. And they stand and face people and they put themselves on public platforms uh, uh, teaching people and advising people and delivering Islamic verdicts uh, in issues of religion and even uh, 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 giving commentary uh, and uh, and opinions on issues to do with the public uh, matters of the Muslims and the and the policies and the uh, of the Muslims uh, as well the message and this is a, a problematic uh, issue and that people uh, should go to and refer to people of well-established knowledge and not follow people uh, yani that are not well-grounded in their knowledge. As well, the Messenger وسلم, said that there will be a lot of earthquakes. And we see, we have seen even recently in the past few days, uh, great earthquakes and, and uh, in Afghanistan where thousands of people have died. And a little while ago in Al-Maghrib, as well in Morocco, and as well even before that in Turkey. This is only in this year so far. And the increasing number of earthquakes is a sign of the nearness of the hour. And so a person uh, should take heed of that and take a lesson and a warning from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the hour is at hand. And so should increase in the obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and increase in worshipping and getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before the hour comes and it will be too late. ويتابع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فيقول يعني ويتقارب الزمان وتظهر الفتن وأيضا تكلمنا في حلقة ماضية عن هذا الأمر عن تقارب الزمان وقلنا يعني أن الزمان أن الوقت هو الوقت يعني أن اليوم هو يعني نفسه يعني الآن ومن وفي الزمن الماضي 24 ساعة لكن لكثرة لكثرة الزنوب والمعاصي محقت بركة الوقت يعني لو نظرنا إلى سير الصالحين لوجدناهم بسبب صلاحهم كانوا ينتفعون من الوقت انتفاعا عظيما جدا ويفعلون في يومهم ما يتعجب منه المرء اليوم ربما نجد بعض هذه الأمثلة لأناس صالحين في هذا الزمان أن الله يبارك لهم في أوقاتهم 
ويحرزون فيها من الأعمال الصالحة ويعني الكثير الكثير لكن بالنسبة لأكثر الناس محقت بركة الوقت فلم يعد للوقت قيمة عند الناس فيعني فلم ينتفعوا فلم ينتفعوا به فلم ينتفعوا به لاشتغالهم بالدنيا فترى أن الوقت يمر سريعا بدون أن يحرزوا أي شيء له أهمية خصوصا فيما يتعلق بآخرتهم إذا ويتقارب الزمان وتظهر الفتن يعني تكثر الفتن نسأل الله أن يسلمنا وإياكم ويكثر الهرج وهو القتل وحتى يكثر فيكم المال فيفيض حتى يهم رب المال حتى يهم رب المال يعني يهم أن يحزنه ويبعث الهم لديه ماله الذي لا يجد من يقبله منه يعني إذ هو مأمور بإخراج هذا المال لكنه بعد البحث ما يجد من يأخذه وحتى يعرضه فيقول الذي يعرضه علي لا أرب لي به لا حاجة لي به إذا يعني يعني كما قال يعني حسن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم على الصدقة يعني حتى يعني يعني من ال من ال إحسان إحسان الله عز وجل للأغنياء أن جعل بينهم فقراء أن جعل فيهم ناس فقراء حتى حتى يستفيدوا من هذا المال فيساعد به الفقراء ويتصدق بجزء منه على الفقراء فيكون فيكون هذا المال ذخيرة لهم في آخرتهم فهذا من الأمور الطيبة المحمودة أن الله عز وجل ابتلى الأغنياء بالفقراء فسيأتي زمان لا يوجد فيه فقير أو لا يوجد فيه من يقبل المال بسبب إما بسبب فتنة الدجال وإما بسبب كثرة الخيرات فإذا على الناس على الأغنياء أن يستغلوا حاجة الناس إلى المال فيخرجوا جزءا من مالهم إلى الفقراء The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam spoke about as well of the signs before the day of judgment is the nearness of time and we have spoken about this previously and we have said that time is time there's 24 hours in a day but because of the um, the sins of people the the blessing of time will be taken away and if we read the stories of the righteous people of the past and how they would benefit from their time and how they would do so much good deeds that a person would be amazed how were they able to do all of these good deeds in in such a short amount of times or, or they were able to do so many good deeds in the in the in the lives that they lived uh, even even in our modern time you might find uh, examples of of righteous people who still till today because of their righteousness are able to do a lot of good deeds that many people would find impossible to do and this is because people are preoccupied with the worldly life and uh, they they waste so much time to fulfill their uh, distracted by worldly things and do not fill their time with uh, issues uh, of of worship and things to do with their hereafter 
The Messenger وسلم, said that tribulations and temptations would increase. We ask Allah to protect us from that. And Al-Harj, which is killing, a lot of killing and, and murders and, and losing, loss of life, especially unnecessarily. As well, the Messenger وسلم, spoke about the surplus of wealth that a person will, will stress over uh, and will be aggrieved that he has this money, especially zakat money that he must give out in sadaqah, and he will stress out and be grieved that there is no one who will be able to give it to because there is no one who is in need. And even he will offer it to someone who he might assume may be in need, and the person will say, I have no need for it. Uh, and, and so this shows us as well that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made rich people and poor people. And actually ha- having poor people is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that it gives an opportunity for the rich people to get reward. Uh, and so uh, and so having poor people is actually a means in which the rich people will get reward and that will uh, that, that, that wealth that they spend and give to those who are in need will be a reward for them in the hereafter and will be a benefit for them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tests the rich with the poor. And uh, and we said that, uh, and in the Messenger وسلم, said that there will be a time where you won't find any poor people. You won't have the opportunity. And you wish that you could go back in time, that you could give uh, uh, the poor people, but... Now you you won't have the opportunity to do the, to do that deed uh, that you had the opportunity to do before, and the wealth will become so plentiful either because the people will be preoccupied with the dajjal, or there will be just so much goodness that everyone will have their needs fulfilled, and this shows us that a person should take advantage of the opportunities to do good before he may not have the opportunity to do it, and these opportunities are taken away from him one way or another. We ask Allah subhanahu wa taala. To allow us to do the good deeds and stay away from the evil deeds. ويقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وحتى يتطاول الناس في البنيان مباهات بكسرة الأدبار وهذا مشاهد لأن الناس في آخر الزمان يكون همهم الدنيا. ليس يعني همهم الآخرة فيتباهون ويتنافسون في الدنيا لا في عمل الآخرة فكل فكل واحد يريد أن يري الغير أنه أكثر مالا أو جاها أو أنه أكثر تحصيلا للدنيا فيحصل هذا في آخر الزمان وحتى يمر الرجل بقبر الرجل فيقول يا ليتني مكانه نحن يعني النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أخبر قل يعني وتكسر الفتن ومن نتائج ذلك يعني يمر الرجل بقبر الرجل فيقول يا ليتني مكانه يتمنى أنه مكان المقبور لما يرى من عظيم البلاء من الفتن والمحن والمحن يقول يعني القسطلاني وهو من شراح البخاري من شراح البخاري يعني وهو توفي يعني ما يقرب من يعني حوالي يعني 700 سنة أو أقل بقليل يقول يعني يقول في زمانه في شرح لهذا الحديث لما يرى من عظيم البلاء ورياسة الجهلاء 
وخمول العلماء واستلاء الباطل في الأحكام وعموم الظلم واستحلال الحرام والتحكم بغير حق في الأموال والأعراض والأبدان كما في هذه الأزمان هو يتكلم هذا يعني من حوالي 700 سنة أنه قال لما يرى من عظيم البلاء يعني في ذلك الزمان ورياسة الجهلاء وخمول العلماء العلماء ليس لهم شأن واستلاء الباطل في الأحكام وعموم الظلم أنه عم الظلم في زمانه واستحلال الحرام يعني في ذلك الزمان يعني هناك من يعني كثر استحلال الحرام والتحكم بغير حق في الأموال والأعراض والأبدان يقول كما في هذه الأزمان أي في القرن يعني أي القرن التاسع وأوال العاشر عفوا يعني حوالي 400 أو 500 سنة يعني يتمنى الإنسان الموت لما يرى من هذه الأمور المؤلمة التي تعصر القلب فكيف لو رأى زماننا إذا يتمنى الإنسان الموت يتمنى الإنسان الموت والنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم هناك يعني حديث قاعدة في هذا الأمر يعني النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا يتمنين أحدكم الموت لضر نزل به فإن كان لابد متمنيا فليقل اللهم أحيني ما كانت الحياة خيرا لي وتوفني إذا كانت الوفاة خيرا لي بالنسبة يعني للضر والبلاء الدنيوي يعني لا يتمنى المسلم الموت بل الأولى والأفضل أن يصبر عليه لكن قال العلماء إذا كان البلاء في الدين في الدين وغلب على ظنه أنه سيبتلى في دينه وأنه لن يستطيع أن يطبق دينه وأنه ربما يبتلى في دينه فيتأثر دينه لذلك فقال فقال يعني بعض العلماء يعني إذا كان ذلك يعني إذا كان الدين في خطر يعني إذا كان دينه معرض للنقص فالموت خير له uh, The Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he mentioned that people compete uh, to building tall buildings that people compete how many levels their building is and how high it is and this shows that people will just out of arrogance and to see who has more money and who has more status and more fame and this is not the way that a Muslim should behave in terms of uh, showing off and competing in worldly affairs. And as well, the Messenger وسلم, he said uh, that, uh, uh, that uh, يعني, a man will pass by the grave of another man and he will say, I wish I was in his place. Imam Al-Qastallani, he said he's one of those who explained Sahih Al-Bukhari and he passed away over 500 years ago, four, 500 years ago. And he says about his time that when, uh, yeah, and he's commenting on the hadith. And he said that, you know, a person will pass by the grave of another man and he'll say, I wish I was in his place. And he wish he was dead. Because when he sees how much tribulations and hardship that people are going through, and when you see that ignorant people are becoming the leaders and the scholars are, yeah, and he, are the lax or that they are not respected, uh, uh, that there is uh, oppression everywhere. It's become the mainstay. And people have made the haram halal. And people have uh, uh, taken control 
uh, over the rights, the rights of wealth and uh, and honor and and bodies without right. And this is what Imam al-Qastallani, he said, and he was about 500 years ago, he said, like our time now. So what would he say if he saw our time today? Uh, now a person might ask, isn't there a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that a person should not wish for death? The Messenger ﷺ said, one of you should not wish for death because of a harm that befalls him. But if he was uh, and insisting on asking Allah for death, then rather say, oh Allah, keep me alive for, Allah, for as long as life is good for me and take my life if taking my life is is good for me. So there's a difference between when a person wishes death because of worldly um, tribulation and this is not allowed but rather a person should be patient and ask Allah for steadfastness but if the tribulation is in a person's religion in his faith where he fears that he will not be able to practice his faith or he fears that uh, that he may fall into the tribulation and he may uh, be tempted to, to relinquish his faith, then in that case he would wish for him to die upon faith rather than risk losing his faith. And, and uh, only when uh, he finds that his faith is in danger, he sees that death is better for him than life without faith. So I ask Allah to take his life while he has faith. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from all forms of tribulations in our faith and in ourselves. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us steadfast on the faith until we die as believers. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.